Handle on the news. Handle on the news. Bill Handle. Tell your $1,200 an hour lawyers, no disrespect, they're good. But, but tell them you want it written in English, in non-Swahili. And now, here's Bill Handel. All right, KFI Handel here on a uh, Wednesday hump day. And before we get into Handel on the News Late Edition, I uh, want to remind you, uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, David Arquette joins Conway to talk about one of his new projects, the documentary called A Survivor's Guide to Prison, which teaches you, if you ever find yourself going to prison, how to get a great lawyer, how to make bail, and most of all, how to reform and never return and have one of the most interesting sex lives you're ever going to have for a while. And on Thursday at 7 o'clock... I don't think that's part of it. Oh, did I miss... I misread that. I'm sorry. And on Thursday at 7 p.m., stand-up comedian, talk show host, political commentator Dennis Miller uh, joins Conway and crew. All right, here we do it. Handle on the news, late edition. Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me, lead story. I'm moving on. House Speaker Paul Ryan this morning announced he will not seek re-election. He's done in January. And now the fight is going to start to see who's next speaker. And uh, we're going to talk more about this at 9 o'clock, uh, after, right after Handle on the News. With John Thomas going to join us and uh, analyze the political ramifications, especially what's going to be happening within the Republican Party. And even if it turns out that Republicans lose the House, we're still talking about, uh, in that case, it would be the minority leader, much like Nancy Pelosi controls the Democratic side. All right. Well, Mark Zuckerberg, what I think is kind of funny is it's his second day on Capitol Hill and what I'm hearing is the exact same thing that we heard yesterday. So I start all over again. What more can they ask him and what more can he say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, are you sorry? Yes, I'm sorry. Well, do you think you should be sorry? Yes, I think I should be sorry. I just think he should have changed it up a bit because yeah. from what I'm reading, it is word for of course word it is. the exact same apology to and then, the House of versus course. the Senate. And then you have... It uh, is, it is, by the way, it is. And you have some of uh, these legislators uh, asking things like, what's a Facebook? Boy, how's that? Well, Mark, you want to explain that one? Oh, yo. God, you can't be this stupid as going through his mind. So Russia has vetoed uh, a draft resolution that the United States uh, drew up that would have done an independent investigation into that chemical attack in Syria. Hmm, of course what? they did. Now, now, they had their own resolution that would have set up an investigation that the Security Council right. would have overseen. Which, as soon as the Security Council made a recommendation... Uh, to draft a resolution, Russia would have vetoed that. So um, there you go. Anything having to do with Syria, Assad, Russia immediately, immediately vetoes. Anything that has to do with a revolution, uh, resolution against Israel, the United States vetoes. I, I, why do we even bother? I, I don't even know why anybody bothers. I guess just to have a neat office building and never having to pay traffic tickets. Well, that's worth something. Mm -hmm. Well, after the sort of tit-for-tat that we've heard Russia saying, hey, we'll shoot down your missiles, and Trump saying, well, get ready because we've got missiles prepared to come your way, now we find out Russia can jam U.S. drones in Syria. From Russia 
You know, I, I wish Brian Suits were here uh, because I would ask this question. Brian, if you're listening, uh, maybe you could email in or call in. Does it really matter? Because we already know where all the targets are. And do you need the drones or it's already preset where the coordinates are preset? The cruise missiles know exactly where they're going. Unless well, if you're going now after can, targets that move, right, like or, trucks or... Right, or man. I can see exactly, there. there's one, or I can see where you have changing targets. You want you decide that that one instead of this one. But I even think those can be changed mid-flight. So I don't know how big a deal this is. Maybe it's a lot, Maybe it is a big deal. They're saying that they haven't yet been able to jam the bigger drones that carry weapons, like the Predators. Got it. These are the, but if they get that ability... Then you actually right. complicate delivering the, the weapon in the first place. Yeah, and then the issue, can they uh, jam cruise missiles? But I don't think so because those are – there's nothing there except inside the cruise missile, I think. Uh, all right. Anyway, I, I'm sure that uh, Brian's going to come in the hall uh, at some point and go handle your a moron, and here's why. Uh, Puerto Rico and uh, some states here in the U.S. are about to receive a lot of money from HUD. $18.5 billion to Puerto Rico, about 10 of that to fix the stuff uh, that got destroyed in the hurricane, and another eight, eight and a half for mitigation activities. So if there's another hurricane, perhaps it won't be as bad. And the Virgin Islands are getting some money, Texas, Florida, even California is getting some uh, mudslide money and wildfire money hey, I, from this administration. You know, my question uh, when any of these stories come up and massive amounts of money are being spent, which obviously it's desperately needed. I mean, there's no question. This is part of the United States, and the United States, I think, has an obligation to help uh, dealing with its own citizenry and, uh, in this case, the territory. But I'm wondering, if you're talking about $28 billion that HUD is going to be awarded, part of it's even to California, uh, is this money that has to be borrowed or is it already in the discretionary funds? Is it an emergency fund that is already set up in the budget? Because it seems like uh, we blow past that every year, no matter what the amount is put away. Or it's borrowed against. The money is there, but as soon as the deficit hits, of course, you have to borrow it right back. So, I don't, I, you know, it's interesting. That's another one I should ask Brian Suits, although he would probably have no idea. Actually, what I should do is ask Scott, uh, who deals with FEMA. Because a lot of the money goes through FEMA, right? Yeah, he might know that. All right. I have no idea what he knows. I know. I have no idea either. I'm just, you know, am I actually spending time showing my ignorance here? No. Is that what this half hour is about? We'll be right back. Uh, Jennifer Jones Lee. My handle here, it is a uh, Wednesday. Boy, we're full of news today. Uh, the big story, Zuckerberg. Uh, okay, uh, again in front of Congress. Day two, same thing, same place. Deja vu all over again. Maybe bye-bye Mueller. Who knows? And then the big news, uh, or some of the big news, Ryan. Paul Ryan, uh, no re-election for him. And we'll talk to uh, John Thomas. Top of the hour on that one. All right, back we go as we finish Handle on the News Late Edition. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. And you remember those 15,000 buildings that were supposed to be retrofitted by the city of L.A.? Well, the city of L.A. wants an update. Shaking all over. This was a vote uh, that makes it impossible to comply with. So they issue an ordinance, uh, and this is in 2015, mm -hmm. saying you have to retrofit. You have to make it earthquake compliance. The problem is, uh, how many people can afford that? For a house, it could be $130,000, millions for uh, a concrete structure. Who has that kind of money? And it's not as if they're giving you the money. 
I mean, even loaning you the money at 0% interest, you have to pay it back. Well, so they said if you had a wooden structure, you had until 2022 to make the repairs. You're still not going to make it. No, and a, 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 a concrete structure, I think, was uh, you had till 2040, but you were talking $130,000. That's for the wooden structures. Yeah. But 20, we're talking millions. 2040? 2040. Well, I mean, you're dead by then, so I mean, who cares? It's uh, whoever's going to inherit that building. But still, it's crazy making expensive. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's just not going to happen. You know, so the house goes down. You know what? Here it is. Figure out when the earthquake's going to come and make sure you're not home. There's the answer. And how much is this going to cost for them to go around and have people tell them, no, we didn't have the money to make the repairs yet? Uh, well, uh, it's they're simply not going to make it. There's going to be some kind of enforcement authority going to go out and say, Let, let's see your repairs. And go, I don't have them. And what now what are they going to do? Nothing, because they don't, technically nobody's hit the deadline yet. So why are we spending money to go out and see right. how the progress is? White Maybe street. they can send those people out with the people who are going to paint all the city streets white. Oh. Yes, climate change. Things are too hot. And so uh, L.A. Street Services has been uh, doing a project where they paint some streets. It's not really white. It's kind of a light gray. gray but it's a huge difference. In terms of retaining heat, I mean, black absorbs heat, white reflects. They're saying it could be up to 10 degrees difference. Right. And normally when it's hot in L.A. and the sun is shining on those those streets, the streets, the roofs of your house can be 50 to 90 degrees hotter than the air around it. The other advantage is uh, you won't see a lot of Black Lives Matter uh, demonstrations going on. Why? I don't get it. So, you mean black streets matter? Well, Maybe you won't see lots of black streets matter. Yeah, well, you know, I'm talking about the demonstrations themselves no. on streets. That are ne- okay, won't. never mind. Uh, just uh, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Precisely. So in Parkland, Florida, the school district has voted against arming teachers. There's a new law that allows uh, gun carrying inside of schools, but the school boards can say no to that. You know, it's not mandatory that teachers must be armed. It's teachers can be armed in uh, Florida under certain circumstances. You know, training and selecting out, you know, various teachers, guards, etc. But no, they're saying no thank you. And the board wants more money for mental health issues, they say. Not arming the teachers. All right. Uh-huh. Hey, Bank of America says it's not going to lend any more money to gun makers who make so-called assault-style guns. And here- although, although that's not to- that's not entirely accurate. Companies that make those kinds of guns for non-military use, right. they won't lend money now, to. Now, uh, my question is, obviously, there is a movement that really took off after uh, the high school shooting in Parkland. And I... Clearly, those kids have hit something. Now, is critical mass here or not? Has it really moved? I mean, this has somewhat moved the needle. Now, is it going to be all the major banks that are not going to do it? You see Wells no, Wells Fargo is going to be so busy paying fines, they're not going to pay attention to it. But are you going to see uh, the rest of the major banks following suit? And who knows? Citigroup says uh, they're going to – they won't do business with any retail chains – that sell bump stocks or sell guns to anyone who hasn't passed a background check or anyone who's under 21. Right. So different banks are picking right. different fights in this okay. battle. 
Well, Wayne, I feel like you would be the the expert on this. Federal employees lag private sector workers in salaries by 32% on average. You know that. Yeah, however, however, my question is if you add the benefits and you add the vacation time, now it's starting to, uh, the gap starts to uh, decrease. It, it, you know, it depends on what you want. It's definitely worth it for the benefits and the incredible amount of annual leave that you end up accruing. Uh, and for the fact that you still get some semblance of a pension, which in right. the private sector, there are a lot of people no, who no get pension. nothing. Do now, you guys tr- know no. that our AFTRA insurance is actually better than Scott's insurance through FEMA? Through the feds or through I'm, the military, and the after insurance is not terrific. Either. No, it's still it's better. Really Wait, not. does he not have a choice? No of he, plans to pick from. Yeah, he does, but ours was still better. Our after one was still better. Hey, does the after insurance cover veterinary care for the dogs? No. Oh, that's a shame. That really is. <laughs> uh, although uh, now, as far as the feds are concerned, that's covered by ARFTRA. Right. That's, <laughs> that's well good, Wayne. That's well very good. Done. And uh, then the other question is, uh, and I'm going to sneeze. Hold on a moment. Okay. Uh, now, notice they didn't talk about state or county employees. That changes everything. Man, there's a total difference there.